This is Ashley Ramsey with the Slay the Giants podcast, the show where we slay our giants and conquer our fears. You will hear from myself and some amazing experts on subjects that matter most to you. Through their stories, you will be empowered and enlightened. Are you ready to slay your giant? Come on, let's go. Hey, Giant Slayers. This is Ashley Ramsey. And by way of introduction, I am a conference host of Giant Slayers Conference that happens every year. And this is the next level. We're doing a podcast and we're going to be talking about some various topics that relate to this generation. I believe that there's so much going on and happening right now and so many questions that you may have that we're going to just tackle and talk about. I also have a lot of special guests that will be joining. And um, I'm just really excited about all of the wonderful possibilities of what this can be. So I appreciate you joining me. I really appreciate you taking the time out and listening today. And so without further ado, let's get into our topic for today. Today's topic is all about surrender. Yes, surrendering to God everything that, you know, he is asking you to surrender. I remember, you know, not too long ago, I was praying and asking the Lord for direction. And that's something I do often. And while I was praying and asking the Lord, I was really like crying out because I was like, I'm at a place where I just really need direction. I don't know which way to go. There's so many things I want to do and get involved in. So many things I want to pursue and get into, but I really want to be directed from the Lord because I don't want to just be busy. I want to be productive. And so with that being said, I understood that there were some things that I just needed the Lord to direct me on. And I was a little frustrated, to be honest, a little bit like, okay, God, all of these things I'm praying for, but you know, when is it going to happen? When are you going to do it? And the Lord just spoke to me and he was like, look, I got this thing under control. I just need you to surrender. I need you to give me your agenda, your plan, what you got mapped out. I need you to give that to me. Now, for those of you who don't know me, I have the type of personality where I have laid out a vision for my future and I have everything organized. I know what I want to do. I know where I want to go. I know everything about what I feel like is the next step or the next things I want to be involved in or be a part of. And I had to say, ultimately, God, I don't want to do anything that you're not in. I don't want to preach anywhere you're not telling me to preach. I don't want to be a part of a career that you're telling me to to leave. I don't want to be in a relationship that you're calling me out of. All of those things, the Lord was like, you need to just give me everything you have written down. And a lot of times the things that I have written down have a timetable on it. (laughs) I laugh because, you know, when we give God a timetable, it's like, what are you thinking? God doesn't operate in time. He operates in seasons and he does what he wants to do when he wants to do it, you know? And so I had to say, Lord, okay, I'm going to surrender this to you. But this is a major sacrifice because there's so many things that I had, you know, mapped out, especially in 2020, you know, 2020 was supposed to be my year. It was supposed to be the year 2020 vision for many of us. And it was just a year where I just really had to sit back and rest 
and watch God do a work in me. And that was the thing though. When you surrender to God, God will show you things about even yourself that you didn't know were there. God will show you things about where he's leading you and the thing, the areas in your life that he has to kind of prune out so that where he's leading you, when you get there, you have the character to handle it or even the mental capacity or the people around you are in the right place or you're in the right situation financially or you know how to handle things that he's sending your way and you're not overwhelmed because when God opens the door for us, he wants us to be fully prepared and ready. And so I learned in the process of this conversation with the Lord that surrendering also meant that I needed to start saying yes to God and I needed to learn to say no to the things that God was not in. Now, this is hard for someone who is always wanting to be involved, always wanting to be a part of things, always wanting to, you know, support my friends, my family, my church. I just want to be there. Like, I want to be able to say yes. But what God was requiring me and is requiring of me is that I give him a complete yes. And that may mean no to some of the things that made me feel good or no to some of the things that I thought were a part of his purpose and his plan. But in reality, it was something that was all about me. And so I had to process through that season of, okay, God, what are you really telling me to do? I had to come into alignment with what he wanted for my life because the truth of the matter is we all have ideas and plans and you know where we want to be, but we ultimately have to yield that to God. We can't be trying to tell God what we want. We have to allow him to tell us what he wants. He has a certain direction he wants us to take. And because of that, we just got to go where he goes. Like that song, I believe it was ludicrous. When I move, you move just like that. Yeah. When God moves, I move. If God ain't moving, I ain't moving. And so that's what we have to get as believers is like, look, whatever God wants me to do, I'm going to do. And you know why you have to do that? Because when God opens a door, he opens it to the point where you just walk through it. You just walk through the door and God can bring the finances, bring the resources, bring the people support, bring the things that you desire. God has the ability to do that. However, when you decide that you're going to open up your own door or are you going to push your door down that God is saying, nope, keep it shut. You're going to walk into frustration. It's going to be trauma. It's not going to be what you thought it was going to be. Like I'm telling you, I have been there before where I decided I was going to do my own thing because I felt like God was taking too long or he wasn't doing what I wanted him to do. And it was messy. It got ugly. But the thing about it is even in our mess, even in our brokenness, God can still mend and God can still heal and God can still deliver. I think about Jonah. When I talk about surrender, Jonah was one who God had told, hey, you need to go to Nineveh. There's a word in your belly. I need to go to Nineveh. And Jonah was like, no, no, no. You didn't call me. I'm not going. I'm not going. I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. And I think that's many of us. Like many of us are saying, nope, I'm not going, God. Well, I don't care. Whatever you say, I'm not doing it. And you end up like Jonah in the belly of a well for three days. Now, I don't know much about what the belly of a well looks like and feels like, but I would imagine it was slimy. It was yucky. It had a lot of mess because wells eat a lot of different things, um, a lot of creatures undersea. 
So it was not a happy place. It was a place where Jonah had to have an encounter with God and allow God to speak to him in that moment. And I'm at the place in my life where I don't want to end up in a messy situation for God to get my attention. I really just need to be obedient to whatever he says and follow that plan out. You know, there have been times in my life where I have tried to go in one way and God was saying, no, he was pulling me in a different direction. When I went the other way, it was nothing but hurt, pain, and a lot of damage that I didn't have to go through had I just done what God had told me to do. And of course, it sounds easier than what it really is. Of course, when you say yes to God, that requires a sacrifice. That may mean that you have to let go of some friendships. Listen, I've been there where I had to let go of friends I had been with for many years. And we had different jokes with one another. We had stories to tell with one another. You know, even some of us, we went to high school together, but the Lord was like, where I am taking you requires another level of consecration and sacrifice. And so you may have to sacrifice one thing in order to do what I'm telling you to do in another area. And all I'm telling you today is that you really have to surrender everything to God. Not too long ago, I had the opportunity. I love Panera Bread. I went to Panera Bread and it was kind of like one of my dates for one. I do that sometimes and I just take myself out. And I was sitting there and um, I kind of people watch every once in a while too. And I watched this mother and her daughter walk in there and this beautiful little girl and her mother was beautiful as well. They were ordering and I just listened in on what they were talking about. And so the mother was like, well, what do you want? She's talking to the little girl and the, the, the little girl said, I want a cookie. And the mom was like, a cookie? Like, you can't have a cookie. You know, we, you need to eat something. And the little girl like threw a tantrum. Like she was upset. The kind of tantrum where a black mother will like pinch you or like wait till we get in the car type of tantrum. Yeah, that kind of tantrum. And um, she threw a tantrum and the mom was like, look, I cannot give you a cookie because we have a long drive ahead. And where we're going, I can't stop. I don't want to have to stop anymore. And so because of that, you need to have something more to eat. You need to eat something substantial, something that's going to fulfill you, something that is going to allow us to take this drive and you not feel hungry after a while. Well, after the mother got the little girl together, she understood that a cookie just wasn't going to be enough food for her to go on this long journey. And so this is a very natural story to explain the spiritual, right? Our Heavenly Father knows what our end is. He knows where we're going. He knows all about our future. He knows all about the plans he has for us. And because of that, he's going to tell us no sometimes. Sometimes it's going to say, hey, that's not the opportunity I want you to go into. And I have gotten to the place where it's not about opportunity. It's about assignment. What am I assigned to? And so he may say, don't date that person. That is not the person that I need you to date. There is another person that I am calling you to. And when the time is right, you will see that person and you will know that they are the one for you. Maybe it's a job move. Maybe you're thinking, because I have so many millennial friends who are like, I'm ready to move. I'm ready to you know, move to another state, go to another place. And maybe God is saying, right now, I need you to be still and know that I am God. Stay in position. Stay right here. 
And so when God says no, it's not him being mean God. No, he is being a loving, caring, good father. He is saying to you, hold off because there is something that I want to do. And so when we surrender to God and he says no, we have to understand that his no, his present no means a future yes. So that literally means that when God says no now, that means that in the future, there's another yes coming. And what do I mean by that? So when God says no to what you desire or you want, that leaves the door open or the room for what he would desire to come into your life, to come in. And when you have your life filled with the things that God is saying no to, there's no room for him to move or to do what he wants to do in your life, which I know for a fact that God wants to blow your mind. God wants to do the extraordinary. God wants to exceed your expectations, but you have to surrender. When I think of surrender, I think of like those cop shows, for example, like NCIS. You know, you see these shows and you see the cops running after the individual who's running away and they say, stop, put your hands up. And then you say to yourself, okay, they put their hands up. What does that mean? Well, that literally means that they are surrendering, surrendering to the cop's authority. And that's what surrender is and submitting to God is. It is submitting to the authority of God. It is saying, God, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, I'm going to give it to you. Whatever you need to get out of my life, I'll allow you to do that. I'll allow you to say no to the thing I really, really want. I will allow you to remove the thing that I really desire just so that I can give you a yes. Yes to your your will. Yes to your way. We sing all kinds of songs about surrender and surrendering all. William McDowell has a song. There's an old hymn about it. And how many times do we sing a song that we don't necessarily actually believe in? We have to walk in alignment with this word of agreement. And when we sing that song, I surrender all, and we say, Lord, I give you everything. That means everything, even the areas that we want to hide from God, even the areas that we're embarrassed about or that we're ashamed about or that we feel guilty about. We have to give that to God as well. When we give over to God that which he's asking for, then he can do a work in our lives. God is able to take broken things and put them back together again. He specializes in broken things. And so because of that, he can take your life and your pieces and the areas that you say, I cannot give to God. I want to hang on to them. He can take those pieces, put them together and make it into a masterpiece. And that's what he wants to do in your life. Now, I know I may be telling on some folk, but there are many people who have, you know, immaculate homes. They clean and I like a clean house as well. They clean the whole house and, you know, maybe in their kitchen, they'll have a drawer and that drawer is what we call the junk drawer. And there'll be a lot of odds and ends in the drunk drawer. I mean, in many houses, I mean, there's kitchen supplies, there may be tools, there may be all kinds of things in that junk drawer. But the junk drawer is not one for anyone to see you know, maybe people who live there have access to it, but everyone else, you hope that visitors don't go through that drawer and find all of the odds and ends that you've left in that drawer. And, you know, how many times have we 
said, you know what? My temple's clean. My outside's clean. I look the part. I look good. You know, I smell good. My hair is on point. My face is beat. You know, my nails are done. Or for gentlemen, you know, I got the nice swag. I got the suit on. I don't know if they use swag anymore, but (laughs) I got a nice suit on. I, I am well put together. I look like a good young man. And you look the part But inwardly, you're dealing with bitterness, you're dealing with unforgiveness, you're dealing with malice, you're dealing with hatred. You have so many issues on the inside. And what God is saying, surrender that to me. See, you want to portray as if you have it all together, but God is saying, I can take that area of your life, that junk drawer, that junk, that drawer with the odds and ends and all the things in it. I can take that and I can do a work in your life. I can make it a masterpiece. I can turn that whatever into something greater for his purpose and for his plan. We may not understand all of the things that God wants to do in and through us, but we have to trust that He has the perfect plan for our lives and he knows the end from the beginning. He's the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end and everything he promised in the word, it is yours, but you have to access it. And the only way we can access it is if we're obedient to the will and the way of God. I am telling you, like it is so much better to be in the will of God than to have to go through a season where you know, God strips you of things. And I am telling you this because I have been there and you will hear about my stories and testimonies, but I have been in a place where God has literally taken something from me, a relationship, a friendship, a security, maybe a financial security. He's taken it from us. And even in 2020, a lot of things were taken from us. But at the end of the day, when you surrender all, he'll take care of everything you need, literally every. Thing that you desire, everything that you want, things you're thinking about, things that you're dreaming about, the plans that you've laid before him, the plans that you have in journals that you have not even picked up and you've done anything with it. God is able to do something with those areas of our lives that seem to be empty or void or need the help of the Lord. And when we surrender to him, he can handle it, he can take it, and he can do something great with it. Today, this word was all about you surrendering your all to God, giving to Jesus exactly what he's asking you for, whatever it is, your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit, everything. You need to just give it to Jesus, surrender it to him. You know, so I want to encourage you to not hold on to anything. Give God everything, give him access to every part of your life. Um, And that's going to take you making the action steps to move towards allowing the Lord to lead you and allowing the Lord to direct you. I believe that he has great plans for your future and the enemy knows that. And that's why he sends all kind of detours, all kind of things your way to stop and block you. He knows that God's got something for you and it's so big and it's so grand that he's going to try to stop it. He's going to try to manipulate. He's going to try to do things to get you off target and off course. But the devil's a liar. You're going to accomplish everything God has called you to do. And so I want you to be encouraged. I want you to know that you can slay your giants. You can handle what God has placed on the inside of you. Just pursue what God is saying and do his will and be obedient to it the first time. Because we know that delayed obedience is still disobedience. So when you delay a thing, it is still disobeying God. It's not like a matter of, oh, I delayed it a month. There was a month before the time I did it. And, you know, it's still obedience. Nope, nope, nope. You have to obey God when he says and tells you to do something. So be encouraged, surrender it all, and uh, we'll be back next week. 
God bless you.